Welcome back to the Family Mission Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Glad y'all are here. So glad, Mark, Kim, and Daniel. That's right. Welcome to the table. (laughs) You. We're so glad you're joining us today. And the Holy Spirit. He's here. Most importantly. Yes, he's here. He's here. (laughs) You know, it's so true that the Holy Spirit, he's the one who guides us into truth. That's right. So. not one of us get into the truth without him. So that's right. We're so glad that he's with you. He's with us and he's joining us today. That's yes. right. We're so thankful. You know, we can do a million things with our time and, and we realize that. So we're just really grateful that you've chosen to tune in to this conversation. And we have um, just an awesome ability today to just, we're going to go right into mm-hmm. just some simple, practical practical things that are going to help maybe you and your family just get into the word Mm -hmm. together on a consistent basis. It's so important to have just a regular time together in the word, you Mm -hmm. know, of course, individually, you know, privately, personally, but as a family too, it's just important to have regular times in the word, reading the word, studying the word. So we're going to not only go through some things in scripture today, but like Kim said, we're going to just kind of give you some practical tips mm-hmm. and things that we've done over the years. And honestly, we've mixed it up. It's not always been the same That's thing. Right. And so you can get creative with it. You can mix it up year to year. Um, so just kind of hang with us here for the rest of the conversation. And let's begin today, guys, in 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 mm-hmm. Timothy chapter 3. One of the first things we'll see as we begin here. And you know this if you've watched or listened to many podcasts, you're going to get a lot of different translations. Yep. <laughs> and so that's oh, one. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> pulled I up. think. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting here. So we got like six barrels loaded at you. <laughs> so hopefully you're you're ready for this. But no, that's actually tip number one. You know, feel free to explore. You know, different translations. You know, paraphrases. It's not, paraphrases. Especially if you've got young kids, mm-hmm. it, it just gives them the ability to understand. You know, you don't, you can understand scripture and you can look at different translations and different paraphrases and you can make, you know, you're not getting off the truth of the word. I mean, always go back to the foundational truth, but if it is going to be something that's going to help make, take the these and the thou's out so that the kids can understand Mm -hmm. it better, you know, the ESV is an awesome translation, um, I, I personally like the Amplified Classic as a, um, just a basic translation. That's kind of where I start a lot Mm -hmm. of times. Mm -hmm. I just really like it because it explains. And, um, and if it's italicized, if you read it without the italicized, it gives you a really good understanding. Real direct. Real direct. Um, and then we have the, um, King James Version, we have, um, what, what other words? What have you got, Dan? What, I think we, the Passion. Well, the passion we and... have the Passion, the paraphrase that we use. Um, the Mirror Bible, that's a paraphrase. Message. The Message, that's a paraphrase. So those are, those are um, versions or paraphrases that have actually taken Scripture and made them into a modern translation. Yeah. Um, now, the King James, the ESV, 
the you like the uh, new. I like new living translation, new living translation. NLT, and I cut my teeth as a young believer mm-hmm. on the original Living Bible. Well, and I had the original <laughs> New American Standard. So yeah, the, so. as a teenager, that I, I I read. So, you know, that gives you just some indication of all different kinds. But you know, one of the things that we did as a family when the guys were younger is we really did try to make it where the the word of god the the scripture became alive mm-hmm. and life into their their life and so it wasn't just about looking at the the pages and it wasn't just about the 10 commandments it was about these were moral pillars for us to live by amen and so when you put it into the practical um and there's all kind of different things that you can do. There's even games that you can play with your kids that will help them understand scripture. Mm-hmm. But the best way mm-hmm. was always to song. That's right. <laughs> yep. Sing. Yeah. When we sang a scripture, you know, and, and here's a, a tip. I don't know how many verses there are, but if you have, um, I know it's on Spotify. I'm sure it's on Apple um, iTunes and things, but it's called Versus, and it's actually scripture put to music. music. It's just, just simple music. Scripture. And and so it's they're they're basically um, the word is becoming life. It's it's being put and and of course and they're real repetitive, mm-hmm. you know, which is good. You know, when you have things that are repeating like that, mm-hmm. they say repetition is the motor of learning. And so you know, when you have scripture just repeating, repeating, and it's on a melody, man, it just kind of just you know, saturates your heart and it it really just kind of, you know, locks it into your memory and makes it, and you'll be surprised then you'll be going later in your day. And just like you hear little commercial jingles for I am with you. Fear not. (laughs) Amen. So just like you hear commercial jingles, you know, roll in your head and things like that. Um, Music is powerful. It's a powerful it is. tool. It is. And use that with the scripture to just kind of lock it in your heart, lock it in your mind. Yeah. That's and, right. And to add with not only the repetition, but we were talking about the different translations. One thing in just computer science and just general, you know, science like that is a thing called triangulation, which is you're using multiple different reference points to then come to the core center truth of Good. something. So, for example, it's, I think, one way they uh, find, like, earthquakes where they find the epicenter is they have different sensors around in, like, three different locations. They're getting their own readings, but they use those three readings and they find the center of where it actually was at. You can do the same with different translations, and it's the repetition of one you're reading the same verse over and over, Mm -hmm. but you're also doing it in a slightly different way, and so you can kind of triangulate, you know, the different ways and the different core truths that are synonymous between all the different translations. Well, and I love how Scripture actually has already done that for us. Matthew, Mm -hmm. Mark, Luke, and John. Mm -hmm. Whole nother. I mean, that's exactly what... That mm-hmm. those books of the Bible, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. There's many accounts that there's different viewpoints of that account. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, well, I was just I was thinking too, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. And so one of the things we've always encouraged, I learned this early on. I was encouraged early on as a young believer, you know, read the word out loud. Yes. Yeah. Cause you um, hear it. You're in inter- because you're, yeah, you're inter- hearing it. I mean, you can listen to ministers on YouTube. You can listen to your pastor on Sunday. And those are all places, you know, through the anointed word, faith is coming. But 
I would dare to say one of the most important is that you hear your own voice. That's right. Yeah. You know, when you read, read the scripture out loud, the faith that comes by hearing, yeah, other voices are important, especially those anointed mm-hmm. to speak into your life. But your voice is also extremely important to make sure you're hearing the word of God out of your own lips. Now, yeah. I heard um, a, a message someone taught several years ago about the fact that um, you are the most important prophet of your life. Mm-hmm. And um, so I don't know who that that message know, came from. But, I don't know where you heard um, that. <laughs> but, but it really is true. And, and, you know, you can put your finger in your ear and your inner man is going to hear that inner voice. And mm-hmm. so when whenever you're speaking, realize, I mean, scripture says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And just think that if we're speaking, we're either speaking life, we're speaking death. And so we want ourselves to hear life. We want life to come forth. And so, uh, Daniel, where are we going? We're going to second Timothy Timothy chapter three, verse 16 through 17 all right also known as the last two is that where we're going that's where we're going yeah that is so now what version do you yeah in the version (laughs) i have the classic king james version okay the old classic (laughs) we're going these and those these and those (laughs) (laughs) all scripture is given by inspiration Mm -hmm. of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness Mm -hmm. that the man of god may be perfect through Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Thoroughly. Thoroughly furnished. Amen. (laughs) Thoroughly. So all scripture is profitable. Profitable. All Mm -hmm. scripture. That's right. Here's what the Amplified Classic says. Every scripture is God breathed. Now think about that. Words, you can't speak a word without breath. breath, right? It takes breath to create sound, to form words. And so every scripture is God breathed given by inspiration, of course, we know of the Holy Spirit, and is profitable for instruction, for reproof and conviction of sin, for correction of error and discipline and obedience, and for training in righteousness and mm. holy living in conformity to God's will in thought, purpose, and action, so that the man of God, or that would be woman of God mm-hmm. too, may be complete and proficient, well-fitted, Thoroughly equipped for every good work. Ooh, every mm. good work. Every Man. good work. Okay. That was loaded. That yeah. was loaded. Okay, well, here's Pretty another amplified. loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Very amplified. Um, here's, here's now the passion, and then we'll get into talking about all of this. It says, every scripture has been inspired by the Holy Spirit, the breath of God. Ooh, when you think about scripture being the breath it will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction That's and good. lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servants, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God has given you. That's good, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the value of Scripture, 
I mean, that's what we just got through hearing in all three versions is just how valuable our relationship with the scripture is so that we continue to grow. We continue to mature. We continue. I love what the passion brings out so that we're equipped to fulfill every assignment every God gives assignment, us. Every single thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm mindful, too, right now as I'm thinking about this, guys, that, you know, there's different seasons in life. But every season we're going to need to be uh, in the word daily, mm-hmm. you know, whether, um, you know, mom and I in our season, you know, Daniel and his season, you and whatever season you're in, you know, sometimes there's a single season, there's a married season, there's season with children, there's mm-hmm. season with grandchildren, even adult children, you know, even yeah. adults, that's another whole transition. Mm-hmm. But the point is we go through seasons in life and no matter what season we're in, the word of God is going to be right there with a word in season. Yes, yeah. exactly what we need. Exactly when what we, we need. need it. And that's that's the joy of the Holy Spirit is he leads and guides us into all truth. So whenever we look to the power of the Holy Spirit to work in our life and we sit down with the word of God and we say, okay, Holy Spirit, you know, some other good preacher many years ago, <laughs> um, he, he borrowed this phrase from another good preacher and they both said that you know every time you go read the word of god this is inspired by the holy spirit so Mm -hmm. who better to read it with than the holy spirit so holy spirit help us that's right help me read the word of god let's read the let's read the word together and you know when we do that when we take even our our, our devotional time or our reading of the word of God, because part of this podcast that we're just kind of touching on and getting into is the simple fact that we really want to encourage you as a family, you know, read the word together, mm-hmm. yeah. read the word. You can read the word individually, but man, it comes to a whole nother level when you take the time, even if it's 15 minutes and you say, okay, we're going to read a chapter and we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to help us with that, mm-hmm. that, that, that chapter. And we're mm-hmm. going to just really meditate on that all day long. We're going to allow Holy Spirit to speak to us. And a lot of times we would, we would do things and, and, and then we would either the next day or the end of the day, we would say, Hey, what, what Holy Spirit speak to you about in that? And, you know, we'd be really surprised mm-hmm. Even though he talked to all of us individually, a lot of times he talked to us very, very in, yeah. in unity about the same thing. So um, we just want to encourage you. Mm-hmm. Do, take the time. Um, husbands, wives, take the time. Parents, take the time. Grandparents, man, if you've got your grandkids, for mm-hmm. any time that you have them, just take the time and say, hey, come on, we're going to we're gonna take 15 minutes and we're going to read the Word of God. And we're going to see yeah. what it has to say for us. You know, there's one fun, fun way and very easy way mm-hmm. so that it doesn't become like an overwhelming thing. You can take literally the New Testament, just the New Testament, and if you just read one chapter a day, one Monday chapter. through Friday, just five days a week, Monday through Friday, one chapter, you will read through the New Testament one year. Pretty one year. pretty awesome the way you so set I mean, it up, huh? So, I mean, that's just pretty cool. And then one chapter a day, that's not intimidating. That's not overwhelming. But it's something that you could really commit to as a family. You know, five days a week, we're going to read one chapter a day. And like she was saying, maybe have some conversation, have some discussion, game, have a game around it, have something fun, some activity out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, so doing that allows you to just get through the whole New Testament 
you know, all through the Gospels, all the epistles, get all the way through the book of Revelation, all New Testament just in one year. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a fun thing to do. Yeah. You know? That's right. So <laughs> anyway, just throwing out, you know, and obviously um, there's more involved ways, you know, on a personal level, you know, um, different reading plans. You can get through the Bible in a year. Um, you know, I've did that a number of times over the years. Um, but what you can do, you just go online. I did that just even recently. There's just a lot of good reading plans out there that you can go through the Bible in one year. Um, you can just go through it start to finish Genesis to Revelation, or the way I kind of prefer it, a plan that I found recently was it takes a little bit out of the the beginning, you know, the the prophets, it takes a little bit out of the law, takes a little bit out of the Psalms and Proverbs, takes a little bit out of, you know, the historical books, and then the epistles, and then the Revelation. So it just kind of gives you a little bit, so you go through each week, you're not just kind of all in one area, you're getting all a little, the names. Yeah, you're yeah. getting you're getting spread around through the yeah. different kind of writing. The names are important. Coded. Amen. Yeah, that genealogy you don't <laughs> want to miss. You it. don't want to look and not look at at the genealogy because it te- tells a whole lot about the kingdom and family of God. Yeah, yeah. So. it makes the Bible a family book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It makes the Bible a family book. So mm-hmm. every scripture, mm-hmm. um, it's God breathed. And so when we read scripture, is it important also, Daniel, to take scripture? Can we just pick one scripture out of a chapter and really just camp on that? Or what should we do um, to make it where we're, we're looking at it accurately? Well, one thing is every scripture has context. Mm. You have to kind of, you know, if you're going to make a big jump, you got to have a run up to it, you know, that type of a thing. You you got to run up, you know, get the get the full context of something. It's one thing I heard that I thought was kind of interesting is if you take the text out of context, you're just left with a con. Ooh. And so you got to, you know, Ooh, I was <laughs> be good. wary with that. Chicken, so drop the mic. So And we want accuracy. Yeah, you want accuracy and you want the context because then even more you can find that a lot of times context will actually apply better to even the situations that you're in and it'll even expound upon it more. That's true. That's true. It gives you a a bigger perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, for scripture. Well, we realize that we have gotten really quickly out of time, (laughs) but um, if... (laughs) If we could just say anything to you today about scripture, number one, it is God divine uh, Mm -hmm. inspiration. Um, It is his breath. It is life. Um, And everything that we need for life and godliness is found Mm -hmm. in in this book. Mm -hmm. And um, we want you to be encouraged today as a family to really just take time and read the word. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're you're listening and you say, well, you know, I don't know that my kids would, you know, take time. Mm-hmm. Well, create a game. Yeah. We did. We did we did all kind of different things to get the word in our in our children's hearts. And our goal was never just the law of the word. Mm-hmm. It was always how does the word come into our lives and into our heart? And what was the moral revelation of what the word said? What did it teach mm-hmm. us? So how, what did we learn and how yeah. can we apply it? So, yeah. yeah. And last thing I'm going to share is that, you know, you had you're kind of holding it like that. I remember 
years when we were pastoring, one of the things I love to do, I saw another great preacher do it. So I did that too. But anyway, you know, just holding up your Bible and just declaring that the Bible is God speaking to me. And a lot of times people want to say, you know, God, just speak to me. God, speak to me. When we pastored, when the little kids were little bitty Mm -hmm. in the nursery, we had these little bitty Bibles and we would say, this is the word of God and we're to love our Bible. And how, Mm -hmm. how, I can't remember all of it, but, um, this is God talking to us Mm -hmm. and, and we had mirrors and, and little mirrors, and we we would say this: the word of God is God looking at us and uh, loving us, and we see ourselves in the word of God, just like we see ourselves in a mirror. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's it is powerful. God's word talking it to is. us. Yeah. And so, if you're ever just in a place where you just, you know, God, I need you to speak to me. <laughs> you know, um, all we got to do is open up and begin reading. And again, mm-hmm. I encourage you read out loud. Yep. Again, there's just something so powerful. I mean, I understand sometimes you might have to sit and read quietly if you're in a room with other folks, but anytime that you can read the word, read the word out loud so that you can hear it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, I'll just talk to men out there and on behalf of maybe parents, you know, it's a good thing for your children to see you reading the word. You know, again, obviously reading it to them and those those moments together, but also your children need to see you're in love with the word. Yeah. They need to see that you have a devotion life with the word. And mm-hmm. so them seeing you sit quietly, maybe as husband and wife, or just see dad sitting in the easy chair, you know, instead of turning on the TV, he's got his Bible on the lap and he's reading and he's studying, maybe taking notes, got the highlighter going. You, you can't even begin to imagine the value that that is to the children in the home, what they see mm-hmm. mom and dad doing as it relates to a relationship with the Bible. Yeah. And so, so you're saying don't always do our devotional early in the morning before they get up or late at night when yeah, they go to bed. Exactly. <laughs> it's, that's a great point because a lot of times that's the only peaceful Quiet. time we got. Pop her at lunch break. Just go right, go right at the table. It's like, hey. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Well, uh, we sure hope and pray that you have um, just had a little seed put in your heart today to Amen. help encourage you, to strengthen you and your family, to um, love the Word of God, to to crave the Word of God, yeah. to really desire it be um, in your day-to-day life, and you see it as a, a, a just a necessity, Amen. Uh, just something that you have to have. You can't live without it. That's right. Don't want to skip a meal. Nope. Don't want to go without breath. So you know, we just stay in the Word. So until we see you next time on the Family Mission Podcast, we want to leave you with a blessing. It's right here behind us. <laughs> it says, may the Lord bless, bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.